more like a, it's almost like a debate slash discussion about right. points. Right. And here it's more like uh, we discuss things. I mean, it's friendly. Right. Yeah, it's friendly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This seems friendlier to me. Yeah. Does that seem friendlier to you, or that seems more? No, it's just different. Uh, it's different. Yeah. I like the. Uh, I like standing up. Mm-hmm. I, I like the backside attack. Vixabe. At backside attack. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the uh, the stand up um, bullshittery that goes on here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the warmth. Yeah. More than I like the face-to-face um, Hannity. And who's the other schmuck that he had there for a little bit? That's uh, the, the little, little nerdy bow-tie dude who Hannity was always like, you're an idiot. He's like, no, I'm conservative. I'm not conservative. I'm a liberal. He's like, I'm a conservative, but you're a dummy. Oh, uh... It was like Hannity and Henshaw or something. Like they had a little show there. Not, but oh, not, not that. Oh, you mean Crossfire? No, not Crossfire. Crossfire is a good one. Oh, because Crossfire was what you talking about. The bow tie. I thought, was, I thought that was like what you're talking about. Uh, what's no, his face? It, Hannity had a nerd he used to be with. Like a real dumpy little turd who would uh, who'd stand with him or sit with him at, at a desk. And then Hannity would be like, something, something conservative. Something, something. And the other would be Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Yeah, and the other guy would be like, Democrat, Democrat. But wasn't he'd that, be more was, like, wasn't Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Wasn't, wasn't that Crossfire? Was it Crossfire? Yeah, with the, what's his face? The guy who's on Fox now. The guy who runs Fox, basically. He's the lead guy. Who's Howard Gosell? No, no. Who's, who, who's, who's the number one commentator on Fox? It's got to be Hannity. No, it's besides Hannity. Tucker? Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. Tucker Where it goes Tucker and that other guy. So remember, like, and then they, were, they had John Stewart on? And then um, it was that Doug Carlson. That, that then, was one thing. Yeah. So I remember John Stewart basically ended that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, John Stewart kind of yeah. annihilated him, like, mid- yeah, they, like mid conversation. Yeah, exactly. You said I'm not, I'm not going to be your monkey, right? And so, and then, uh, and then, yeah. Next, you know, next episode was this is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the ratings are down. Yeah, no, no, not that one. There's one more though. It was like Hannity and Holmes or something. Right? It was like could have been. Yeah, or Hannity had a, like a nerd who was just disgusting. I'm not saying that's us. I'm just saying that like this feels more like a uh, like two guys talking shit to a camera mm-hmm. instead yeah. of like two guys trying to fool each other into thinking I'm I'm as smart as I think I am. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, because this was this was more like uh, discussion slash debate, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we can do those again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We can we can definitely do the yeah at the table mm-hmm. while we're like those caps that say press in them. <laughs> those caps <laughs> that say press, like ugly brown suits are kind of disheveled. Yeah, like uh, like Clark Kent. Yeah, and be like, I I, I don't agree. I I do not. I, I don't agree at all. I do not agree. Yeah, with your perspective. Yeah, I think that's uh, on the, it's on under top. it's under balderdash. Balderdash. Yeah. Pretty NPR. I think that's why I moved away from that to this because like everybody's doing one of those. Mm. Everybody's doing the um, the sit down with the microphones and uh, the mics had nice little arms on them. Yeah. And then we got this guy here, and now I know how to edit audio really well. So I was like, you know what? We're just gonna stand up here and and talk some shit to a cam. Yeah, I'm like, I, it's like it's like a really bad OnlyFans. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't know that um, uh, that you could edit audio with your video in, like I guess like DaVinci. They said like the the, the strengths of DaVinci was that it it it, it mixes audio better than uh, Final Cut. I was reading. I was reading. Balderdash. No, I was just reading review. <laughs> I, I, I was just reading review. Like just it, a it does days ago. have very strong tools. Yeah, DaVinci is a very like if you pay for the full version of DaVinci, it's the same cost as a uh, Final Cut. About as Final Cut. Yeah, but they're both three ninety nine. Yeah, but it is also a very studio powerful tool. Yeah, that's Final true, Cut yeah. is a little bit more. It's more um, user friendly, right? It's very user yeah. friendly. It's very run mm-hmm. and gun in a sense. Yeah. Like once you learn how to do in Final Cut, like once you learn how to do your workflow in Final Cut, yeah, it is very quick and very user friendly. Whereas DaVinci is definitely more, I would say, more professional for sure. Yeah. And I think used by more professionals than Final Cut is. Mm-hmm. Whereas I really enjoy Final Cut. I like yeah. Final Cut quite a bit. That's great. I mean, I have paid the money for it. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they haven't paid me to say Final Cut, good, Da Vinci, boo. Like, mm-hmm. it hasn't been one of those things, but, like, I really like Final Cut. Yeah. And the audio is as good if you're not a complete chump when mm-hmm. you do your setup. Mm-hmm. But there are more tools in Resolve. We're getting so nerdy here. There are more tools in Resolve that if you don't have great audio to begin with, to make that poor audio sound great. Which one has more color correction or better color correction? They're both very similar, but as far as like really like hardcore fine tuning, like real fine tuning, I would say DaVinci probably has better like um, overall tuning. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Final Cut guys who have great workflow in Final Cut yeah. can make it look as good. Mm-hmm. Like, And that's why I like it. Like I really understand it quite well so I can get in there and do it. I don't... As great as DaVinci is, I don't like working with the nodes and all the other crap they have in there. That's great. But... It is really tight if you're like if you're in it. No judgment on this side. You should judge on this yeah, side. Yeah. Are you pro- you but you are fully team DaVinci. No. No. I, I I will probably end up getting a Final Cut. The old FCP. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a, you know I have a Mac, so I might as well just to go go all yeah, in. I got a Mac. Yeah. So I might as well go all in yeah. on the Mac. Mm-hmm. Might as well be a, a full shell for the Macs. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah. It's um. I my, my MacBook is actually littered with like. It's almost half. The storage is almost halfway full of just Ooh. just music stuff, software yeah, and good, uh, software and and music plugins and. You've got like two terabytes in there. I have like well, I have about, including my. I have about almost a terabyte full of that stuff. It's just including what's what's on my what's, what's on my solid stage out my external. So yeah, there's a lot. That's insane, man. Yeah, I know. I um went all in. I can't do it. I I can't do that. Like I try very hard to. Like, I mean, I've, obviously I've got Final Cut on there, and then as far as music stuff goes, I don't do a whole lot of, um, outside of GarageBand. Yep. I don't fuck around a whole lot with music stuff on the on the actual laptop. Mm. But um, just with that, like, sometimes you end up looking at your library, and you're like, oh my god, why is it nine gig, like, you know, 900 yeah. uh, gigs, 900 gigs of just bullshit on here, and then you gotta go through and, like, edit it all down. I try so hard to keep that thin. Me too. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a uh, audit on the um, on, my, on the storage and just be like, you know, right. what, what don't I need? I'm like, just get rid of this. I'm like, I'm not going to remember this. These pictures, get rid of it, mm-hmm. whatever. So It's the way to go. Yeah. I'm really bad at getting another hard drive, like an external hard drive, and mm-hmm. then packing that with the shit that I'm like, oh, this should all go on an external hard drive. Pack it all in there. It's all great. And then, like, I'll keep that hard drive. Next thing you know, I've got 14 terabytes of, of things I don't need. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, my God, i got to get another hard drive. And i got to edit this down. And then you just got these, like, like Western digital drives. And it's not even a RAID yeah. or an NES. It's just sitting there on my shelf. Yeah. Like, multiple hard drives is just, like, bullshit on them. Yeah. I just I, I just use, um, uh, I think, yeah, I have a, I have a two terabyte a Samsung one mm-hmm. SSD that I, that I just got. And then I got a... Just a Lacey, like two fifty six or like two, or two fifty six, uh, that Porsche one, whatever they're called. Yep. And then I have like the two terabytes on my PC, which is like my main storage, so I can just I, I can edit from there, so I can transfer between the two. Right. Yeah, and, and that's then, the way to do yeah. it. Yeah, and then whatever's on my Mac. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to build an actual like a, an array, like a, like a RAID or like a uh, yeah, or have like network attached storage, if you're not going to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just having decent like decent hard drives around you and mm-hmm. just like maintaining your libraries. Yeah, getting rid of them because we're not we're not. I mean, well, you aren't doing um like like commercial work. Yeah, where you've got to keep this shit on. I mean, no, I'm not. Yeah, in case <laughs> client, no, you're not. Right, where if a client calls you after like five years, like I need my videos. Yeah, like, like oh my god, I gave them to you. <laughs> I gave them to you. Buy a thumb drive, you hack. Yeah, exactly. Like, be better managing your own shit. Exactly, I gave it to you. Contract's done. Right, it's yeah. over. I used to do that. I, mean, I still do that to an extent. There are clients out there. Where I'll be like, I'm just gonna fucking. I'm deleting everything. You've got what you need. Yeah. If you can't keep it, if you can't find the thumb drive, that's your problem. That's a you problem, not yeah. a me problem. Exactly. Buy I'm a hard done. drive, dummy. Yeah. yeah, you were five years ago, <laughs> right? But there are lots that I keep because I know there are like like legacy clients 
that are very good at maintaining their own libraries. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I kind of use that footage a lot on my own. I've got it hanging around because it was good stuff and I cared more. Not that you shouldn't care about all your jobs, but you do care about more than others. I think, yeah, most of the stuff that I keep is more more so for practice. Like if I shoot anything raw, I'm like, you know, I'm going to keep that just so I can like fool around with it, practice like my uh, um, like uh, coloring skills or um, editing skills, whatever it is, just like stuff I can just use and just like um, screw around with it and Mm. just like, and and just, uh, yeah, just footage you can just like practice with. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely just screw around with it. Uh, so there's going to be a few, we're talking about changes. We're talking about changes in the, the way we're doing things here. I, I was going to rub my hands together, but I realized they're very close to the mic and my hands are sandpaper. Why don't you just, from now on, just do the roper. The, or the, the this thing? Yeah, like, I, I, again, changes. I, I don't know. I, I've always done these, the Homer Simpson thing. I've always, every now and then pulled one of those out. I, I always do the, the, I always do the Mr. The, roper. The roper? Like, <laughs> the, oh my God. Oh my God. Great TV show. And kind of actually, like, funny enough, in line with what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up to you right now. Mm. So, um, there's a segment we're going to do, you and me are going to do. Okay. And there's a segment that myself and Justin are going to do. Okay. Uh, the neighbor. Because he wants to get in on, get in on doing some fun stuff online. So I let's do here. Totally against, I'm totally against it, but let's, let's hear it. Absolutely hate him. Yeah. You don't like him at all. You got into a couple of fist fights already. Yeah. Uh, so, you I've, and I, me, I met him once, and I can't stand that guy. Can't stand that guy. Wonderful human being. He's a bad seed. He's Terrible a bad seed. seed. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible seed. <laughs> What, what's what's, what's, what's that? That's he's a bad, yeah, he's a Costanza. He's a seed. Yeah, Terrible he's, seed. He's, he's a total Costanza. <laughs> he's a total Costanza. He's poisoning my crew. So the two of us are going to do this uh, this thing, you and me. Uh, we're going to call it either... We're gonna, Well, we'll have a name for it. I've got something in mind of like, like Future Past or Retro Futurism, whatever it is. Okay. We're going to start looking at sci-fi movies from the past. Nothing yep. new. Yep. Because there's a huge library out there. From Metropolis all the way up to like Back to the Future, even out of Blade Runner. There's so much good stuff out there. Yeah. And we're going to try to look maybe for more of the, like, garbage out there. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm totally in for that. <laughs> we're going to look for more trash. I love sci-fi trash. Tra- sci-fi trash is great, It's right? the best. Robot jocks. Robot jocks, <laughs> like, yeah. Robot jocks. We're going to do more of, like, the robot All the Mad Max types. ripoffs. Like, <laughs> all the Mad Max ripoffs. Death Race. Yeah. Stallone. Yeah. In Death Race. We're going to yeah. do more of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do, like... Maximum Overdrive. Back. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> uh, trucks. We'll do trucks. Yeah. And we'll look at all those old movies and do like little 20 minute reviews now. So every, yep. like maybe like every month we'll do two or one, whatever it is. Okay. Um, we'll watch them on our own, watch them together. What do we got to do? I say we watch them together and make notes. <laughs> oh, that was a sneeze. Oh, so, sorry. No, you know what? I'm, remember when I had bad, bad allergies? Oh, that was I, am, I am not one to judge. Well, we edited that out. Yeah. That's not here anymore. Blech. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You people didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do these little things and they'll only be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then uh, myself and Justin are going to watch schlock B movies. Just like absolute horseshit B movies. Do, that, you, do you need a guide for that? Oh, if you have... Uh, I have a book for that. Yeah, if you have a book or a guide or like anything out there that you think is going to be... I'll like, give that to you. You guys, can, like, you guys can... So we'll do that. We'll go through that, yeah. And that will also be like a YouTube only thing. Okay. But I think like it kind of suits... Like he loves B movies that are like not... Like last night we watched uh, Mario Brothers, the original. In the 1993. Oh, okay. Do you have some fun and it was horrible? Did you have Amazon? Do you have Amazon Prime? I do. Oh, everything's on there. <laughs> there's so much on yeah, there. There's, there's so much garbage. But like between the three of us, we've got so much access to like garbage that we can probably yeah. build like good libraries. I love, I love, I love bad movies. Yeah. So that's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to start doing those just for YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's like, it's fun to watch new movies and talk about them, but there is so much great trash out there. And I, I've always been an advocate for like, um, things like, what was it? Uh, like Placid. Yeah. Like Lake Placid. You is, love Lake Placid. I'm a firm believer. Yeah. Lake Placid is not only an excellent movie, but it is 
a secret remake of Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. I've always said that. So I was bringing that up. And mm-hmm. Then we talked about Mario. I started watching Mario and all this kind of crap, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to bring those in. Because I think there is so much great crap out there. That yeah, we're there's not um digging into. Yeah, it's like our own Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> right. I mean, we won't be nearly as funny. No. But no, no, we'll, I, I think we'll, I think we'll be way funnier. I think well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we won't be as funny. We'll be funnier. Yeah. That's a guarantee to you. Guarantee that we'll, we'll be funnier. Guarantee because we'll be the hilarious. critique will be R will be completely R rated, or we can just be like as grotesque as we want. For sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to say about whatever crap that you're watching out there, we'll 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 just say it here. Yeah. But the fun part is, like a lot of these movies we haven't seen in forever. Yeah, that's true. So I think going back and revisiting those garbage movies, like I used to go down to the video store, the one on uh, the one like way by Fountain Lake over there. Yep. And they had a corner. And that corner was just garbage. Like it was, there was all their new releases in the garbage. front. <laughs> it might also have been labeled garbage. Mm-hmm. It had like, like, you had the front of the uh, the store that had new releases. Yeah. They had the best sellers and they had the racks that had all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guy usually stood there so he wouldn't steal those. But if you just went around the corner, like it wasn't like even the nudie section or the adult section. Yeah. The guy was in the front because I'm pretty sure he's eyeballing that so nobody stole that. Mm-hmm. But he had a corner there that was just like the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. It was like Willard. Or oh, Leonard, like, but, I mean, yeah. all the movies that you thought, like, you never really thought to look at. Robot Le- Chocks would be in there. Leonard like, Six. Yeah, Leonard Six. Yeah. Leonard Part Six. So those would be in there. Mad oh. Mel. <laughs> like, yeah. Those, like, really garbage movies. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah, because I think we should review movies that are bad, but not popular. Right. Like, that, they're not famous. The they're not famous. Like, you don't want to, like, I don't want to watch, like, I've seen all the Ed Wood movies. I've mm-hmm. got, there's no point in watching those, but, like, I reviewed those because, you know, you can just watch Ed Wood. And, but, uh, which is a, uh, one of my favorite movies, but like there's, uh, but yeah, like there's movies that are bad just for the sake that they're bad. It'd be like, or right. was that we, we watched them, but like, hey, these aren't popular, but I love watching this because right. it brings back memories of shittiness. Yeah, for sure, right? Wasted money. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, th- those are some of the best. Like, what were those Barbarian Twins? Oh, like, yeah. After you watch Conan the Barbarian, and then you were like, Barbarian Twins, and you watch those, like, why is this? Awful. To, yeah, just try to capitalize on the on the market. Yeah, the sword and sandals genre had this like boom of just shit in the middle there for a little bit. Yeah. It's like if you weren't Stallone or Lou Ferrigno, then it was gonna be garbage. Oh yeah. And even Lou Ferrigno, or not Stallone, sorry, uh Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But even like the Lou Ferrigno ones were kind of garbage. Oh yeah, for his sure. His Hercules movie. Yeah, Waste, Wasteland well. Part One, Two, and Three, and Four. So good. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen so much shit. Like it's just it's amazing. Like I just I like I went through my period when I was young where I was just watching the greatest 80s movies and then i was like you know what uh we go to a video station like myself sandy and the boys when we were young we're like let's just try this out the cover looks unreal yep the cover is half the budget the co- <laughs> and you the just wa- yeah you just watch the movie and you're like this this is absolute garbage but yeah. it just like you want when you watch garbage together with your bro with your brothers like we're what we'll do it's just so much fun it's so much fun yeah I mean, this this is kind of like the um the 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 idea from last night. We just wanted to see if we if we remembered Mario Brothers because mm-hmm. I know I'd seen it years ago, and he's like Justin's a lot younger than we are. Mm-hmm. So for him, he had watched it as a as a little kid, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. Oh, okay. So for us to watch it again and have this warped reality of what it was, like this warped idea of what it was, yeah, you know, warp warped reality, Mario, yeah, warp, in, the, in the in the tubes, in the tubes. And then watching it again and realizing it was so much worse than either of us remembered. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some, a lot of fun. Yeah. Some shows, like some movies, even shows do not like have the rewatchability, I'll nope. say, of like, you know, you're like, okay, you're like, I love this when I was a kid. Then you try to watch it again. You're like, this is awful. Like, I can't, like, I can't watch it. Even the stuff that you, you loved when you were a kid. Like, let's right. say, um, 
I don't know, like Transformers, for example, mm-hmm. the cartoon, okay? Legendary. Right. Okay? Try watching seasons one and two. I dare you as an adult. Um, I'm a huge Transformers fan. I cannot watch those. Yeah, and you are about the biggest Transformers fan I know. As far as like storyline, lore, all the writers of the episodes. Maybe knowledge-wise, I'm, I'm up there. I would say so. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, and history-wise, but Generation 1 is like, if you're a fan, you watch Generation 1, right? right. But I can't watch Generation 1 again because it's just like, um, I want to kick the shit out of Spike. He's so irritated. Yeah, he always needs rescuing. And uh, and not just rescuing, but like he's always wailing. He's wait, yeah, he's whining, <laughs> whining yeah. and wailing oh, to get rescued. Like, yeah, just shut up, get out of here. And so, um, and his dad, like, I just loved it when the humans were like when they were, um, uh, when they were they're mentally they were mentally taken over by Megatron. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember like when they, I send that GIF all the time out when uh, his dad is is taking a, has a huge like wrench and he's smacking it boldly over the head with it. This is a GIF. You, I'll show it to you, but it's like I send that out all the time. I mean, it's there is a, a schlockiness of those first. Yeah, few, it's so bad. Like, seasons. See, yeah, seasons three and four, great. Yep. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Season four, especially the headmasters. Oh, for sure, it was great. Like the movie. Once the movie pops, the, around. yeah. Once the movie pops yeah, around, then it changes everything. Um, Optimus Prime had to die. Optimus Prime had to die for the show to get better. Optimus Prime had to die for the toys to get better. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, there was, like, a, a jump in the quality of the toys as well. Yeah, like, first-hand for experience, you. Look at the, look at this, the uh, six-shot. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal toy. Best Transformer ever. I mean, a Transformer that turns into six individual toy toys. Yeah. Like, tra- uh, six individual forms that are all its own toy. Yeah, I think... do their own thing. Yeah, because I think the, the fact that you appreciate more of the stories when they, they're off... When they, they, they go to like, these other planets... Mm-hmm. And then when it comes back to comes back to Earth, it, you appreciate it more in the Transformers cartoons. That's very sure. nerdy, but like uh, when they would go to another planet, you're like, hey, who cares about these these species, right? Right. But the storylines would just get so much more like because they would focus on the individual Transformers rather than like the battle between the, the yeah. different uh, between the Autobots and Decepticons. Right. Like there was that one um, episode that's famous. It's called Web World. Do you remember that one? I don't remember the title, but what happens? Then? Okay, so the Web World is like. Decepticons are getting so sick and tired of Galvatron that they see they're sick and tired of like, you know what? They're like telling Cyclonus, like, you know what? You have to do something with Galvatron or we right. will. Because he's all he keeps doing is kicking our asses, <laughs> yelling at us, beating us up. So Cyclonus takes them. So Quintesson says, you have to take him to this planet, mm-hmm. which is called basically it's a web world. Uh, uh, Torculon, I think, is the name of the planet. I can't believe it. Great know. name yeah. for like a sci fi show. Yeah. So basically, all the planet is, it's a psychiatry planet. Oh. <laughs> and. They, they they trap him there, and they the, they try all these things to fix his brain because his brain got damaged when Rodimus threw him out of the uh, out of Unicron. Oh, Unicron, yeah, yeah. And so he, he he was in that plasma pool and in in the, at the beginning of season three. So what happens is that I can't believe I'm, I know all this. Um, so I love it. Yeah, and so he so they try all these like psychological. It's like he's seeing a psychiatrist at every stage. And they're like, yeah, we have to try this different treatment. This one's not working. This treatment's not working. He's making a weapon out of everything, and he's trying to shoot the place up. So they keep. They're like, okay, fine. Next thing you know. They try to, at the end, they're like, you know what? We're going to have to plug his brain into the computer because the, the, the whole planet is basically a computer. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go, we're going to plug him in there. And then Cyclonus is like, this is going to, that's going to erase who he is. Good. And he's like, that's the, pl-. he goes, we have no other alternative. And so the planet, they, they, they plant him into the planet. And then his psycho, like his psychoticness poisons the planet. And the planet starts <laughs> tearing itself apart. That's oh, how that's crazy he is. Yeah. And oh. I was like, uh, I'm like, this, this episode's unreal. I love this. And so it's because it's so out of there. And Galvatron is so, his lines in that show are, in that episode are so funny. The way he talks, like there, there was one episode, in that episode, there he's like sitting there and he's like, goes, what kind of treatment is this? Goes, sometimes just making, putting things together 
making it making a thing is like it helps to like accelerate the mind right so what does he do he makes a gun he starts shooting he's like let me out of here <laughs> i love how wild like the concept too it's like it's fairly realistic right like he's not all there like he's clearly like deteriorated mentally <clears throat> so they want to know oh yeah he's, to- he's totally the, the, yeah so like you would do for somebody who's got a deficiency mm-hmm. you put him in a little room and he sits there and he builds stuff with his hands. Yeah. And like he's trying to be cool. Yeah. And then sure enough, it's a fucking gun and he just like rattles off some yeah. rounds. And this, this, the way he's building it, they, they even show him. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll try to uh, like, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. let me out of here. And he starts, he starts just blasting away. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Full psycho. <laughs> Transformers, man, like I, there were like the later, later, later episodes were better. They were better. But they were as bad as it was. It was still better than like G.I. Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Like all those little like the garbage. Oh shows. yeah, if you, if you if you reverse time, right, and go back there, and we could appreciate it as mm-hmm. adults. As adults, we'd be like, I am not watching G.I. Joe. I'm going to watch Transformers. Transformers. Yeah, but top of the heap as far as storytelling goes, storylines go, like morals. He man's the king. Yeah, like He Man's the king. Like it seems like you had every episode had some like at least attempt. I learned something from that. Show. You'll learn something. They at least yeah. have an attempt to like the Grandmere episode. Yeah, you want Grandmere yeah, yeah, awesome? Yeah. Like, hey, you don't want to save Man at Arms? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to go murder that gigantic wise tree. Yeah, like roll down to the middle of the enchanted forest and kill that old ass tree. And when you bring me his like bark heart, I'll give you the stuff to save Man at Arms. Yeah, and He Man's talking to the tree, and the tree's like so wise and kind. He's like, I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't. He's a sentient being, number one. Yeah. He's super nice. He's a, he's a living smart guy. He's making everything else smart in the forest. Mm-hmm. Goes to Grandmere. He's like, find another way, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was the right choice. Yeah. He didn't do it. So now here's the stuff that's going to save man at arms. Yeah. Every episode at least tried to do that. I know they're just selling toys. And there's that whole, like, the law and the, the, the He-Man law about, you know, how long a, an ad can be, you know, that kind of crap that happens yeah. on the time. But at least that show tried. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I'll give you that. The um, Oh, hey, give me one second. We got a, we have a, a guest who's picking up some dirt. Because I, uh, I'm, I'm, see, I'm a, I'm a bit of a botanist. So the old, the old, uh, we're just talking about him. Justin needs to pick some dirt up, so I'll have to let him know. I'll probably cut all of this out. Okay, I see a thumbs up. Uh, where were we? We were at Transformers and He-Man. He-Man. Okay, yeah, I was going to say that... Okay, here's the thing with um, certain <clears throat> cartoons, okay? Certain yeah. cartoons follow a certain pattern, okay? Either they start strong and off, and then they tail into, like, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, ones that are bad, or, like, or like they start out, like, whatever, they're, they're whatever, but they start, they end off strong. Or ones that are just good all the time. Right. Every, like, you, this, the whole thing, thing is great. Consistent all the way through. Okay, so number one, which one was, which, which, which episode, which cartoons do you think were name me th- name me a couple that were start off strong and end off bad when you were growing up when, when we were growing up yeah oh man start off strong and end up bad um jeez not bad or just, we're just like man it's just like it's like stop making them already i think you as a, it's tough as a kid right because like the only one that i can think of consistently that um that went uh, still on is the simpsons the simpsons started off so strong the first 10 seasons no I, I, like when you were a kid well we were kids yeah 88 89 89, 90? But we, still, but we still watched them when we were adults. Yeah, we did. But I mean, they were better when we were kids. They're terrible now. Think about okay, think about 80s cartoons. Maybe, uh, well, like Centurions. Centurions is great when you're a kid because it's awesome, but you go back to it, it's terrible. Okay, um, so did that series, was was it good all the way through? No. The beginning was great and the ending was awful. Okay. I mean, well, the it, it got to the point you just didn't watch anymore. Okay. I think that's what it was. There, there wasn't that many seasons of it either, right? Like maybe two seasons. Yeah. Uh, Brave Star. I remember when it first came out, like mm-hmm. Brave Star was this cool idea and then it went right to crap. 
That 80s uh, Superman cartoon, the Ruby Spears Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was really good and it went to crap. You know what? Super Friends. Super Friends, yeah. Started very strong and went to crap. You know which one, you know which one was good all the way through? Hmm. Saber Rider and Star Sheriffs. Oh, that was really good all the way. Yeah, because there was a there was a co- cohesive storyline throughout the entire cartoon, the whole and, thing. It, and it ended off with a bang. Yeah, no, that was really solid yeah. too. The, the the death of uh, Jesse Blue. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I always forget about Saber Riders because yeah. that's one one of those ones I watched like even like later on, mm-hmm. like when there were still episodes. It's still good. Like you can still watch really it, it's still good. Yeah, Saber Riders was ridiculously good. Yeah, but that was like that was rare, right? What was the um the one that I always thought was really good too? What was the the dude with the store the sword and he had the big um it was like a, like a weird he-man type thing and he had like a sasquatch type sidekick and the one girls with him he had the sword that had like the, the little blades on the bottom i can never remember the name of this thing it was another uh it wasn't thundercats no it wasn't thundercats thundercats is pretty good too started strong ended kind of like yeah on the weekend um it was the oh geez i want to say it was the same guys who used to make all those the the marty the crofts the the crofts card those guys Sid and Marty Croft, they had like a whole series of like um, gigantic cavemen, not cavemen, but like scary Five Nights at Freddy's type, oh, the Banana oh. Splits gang. Like the, he, they had all those those live action shows and they also had these cartoons. I want to say that's who it was. I think I'm fucking it up. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But it was a, a character who had like a sword like He-Man did and he had like a little uh, sidekick that was like a big monkey kind of guy. And he was like a Attila type character. They had like comic relief. Sean Galloway's an artist on on Instagram. He's like an actual like a, like a hmm. cartoonist, a comic book illustrator. Yeah, and he's done a ton of illustrations of that guy. Oh, I can okay. never remember the name of the character, but that was one that as a kid was like consistently good. Okay, it was always kind of cool. I think it only had maybe like twelve or thirteen episodes, but they were all good episodes. Oh, what about um, Thundercats? We the, just said that. No, not Thundercats. Um, no, uh, just said. That. No, not not Thundercats. Um. What's that one Japanese anime that was that it used to be a, like a like a stop motion like show, but then turned to a Japanese animated cartoon? You mean Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds was like wildly fun. It's marionettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really. There were a lot of them from the seventies, man, that we kind of grew up with by default. That by was, default, as we were yeah. kids, we just kind of they grew into them. Yeah, because our our older siblings or our older cousins were into them. They had all the toys. Yeah, I think another one would be um, start off strong but ended off weak was uh, Mask. Yeah, that one I just mentioned. Yeah. Mask, um, yeah, mask. Strong um, I guess Ninja Trolls you could throw in there too. Start off strong, end it off like you're like, okay, this is enough already. I think Ninja Trolls got weak because the budgets got big and the the talent left. Yeah. Like a lot of the talent just moved on to better things. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think those ones. Okay, what about this? Let me know what you think of this. I'm not sure if like a lot of people say like it's, there's a point where it went, like there's an argument that there's a point where the, the series kind of like just went off the rails. I personally think that the series was good throughout. Hmm. Okay, and I think, and I think you, I think you might agree that it's probably the best, one of the best animated series ever. Mm-hmm. Batman the animated series. Oh, through and through, all, all the way, all the way through, all the way through is good. It's good right to the Batman Beyond. It's good right to the end of Justice League Unlimited. I agree. Yeah. Um, Superman, Batman, the the DCAU, that little chunk that starts with Batman mm-hmm. um, in eighty or ninety one, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. It starts in 91 and then goes all the way up to the, the mid-2000s, or I mean the mid-90s of Superman, when he shows up. They change the animated style for Batman. Yeah. And then that goes right into Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. That whole chunk is brilliant from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Beginning to end. And it's got storylines that tie into each other from yeah. beginning to end. Threads that go all the way through. Okay, so what about these two? Uh, 1994, uh, Spider-Man and X-Men. Terrible. They're awful. You hate to... Yeah, I know. I know. I, forget, forget, forget Spider-Man. Yeah. X-Men. X-Men stories are great. Mm-hmm. The animation is good. 
Um, animation kind of slips between like like episodes. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it, the, like later on, the the, the 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 animation wasn't that great. Like that but, whole death of Professor Professor X. No the animation in that one. No, not not the death. Yeah, the animation in that one was yeah, bad. Was was but, really bad. Yeah, but he didn't die. Yeah, he doesn't die. But they think we he's don't dying. know. Yeah, yeah but but, but we're gonna there. find out. We're, uh, there's a sequel series. Yeah, we're gonna find out. X Men '97, right? Yep. Yeah, something like that. Um, I hated them. I hated them when they were coming out. I started to uh, appreciate. The X Men one more mm-hmm. when it was in reruns on Fox there. Yeah, like in the late two thousands or, or like late like two thousand three two thousand four, um, Fox had that little animation section. Yeah, or animation segment. Yeah. in the afternoons and they would run that run that on there. Mm-hmm. I started watching it then. I didn't hate it as much. Okay, but Spider Man, I know Spider Man is awful. Like okay. the animation is bad. The stories are bad. Like there's nothing redeeming about that. Okay, so what, let's say if you had the, uh, the 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 voice actor of Spider-Man here right now, what would you say to him? He did a good job. Really? The voice acting wasn't awful. I, I, I hated his voice. It wasn't terrible. I because he was just so like he was so overacting it. Well, I think they kind of had to, right? Yeah, like, I mean like, that was like a like a par for the course. Yeah, was remember like uh, Shocker when he, when he had the black suit on? Shocker, like, <laughs> pretty, pretty awful. Yeah, that I, I turned. But he I, was. I'm uh, just like I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, affected by the what's it called the symbiote, right? Yeah, but doesn't doesn't right. doesn't make you like uh, doesn't I'm not, yeah, like, yeah it, it, it doesn't it, like it doesn't like increase your douchiness right. or whatever. So, but I mean, I can understand why he sounds the way he does, which is why <laughs> I can't bash it, right? <laughs> I can touch. I just there were if you watch that cartoon, I'm going to show you something later on because I've got it here right now. You can't run away from me. <laughs> it's awful. Like it's not good. But there sorry, are sorry, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, it's fine. There are times when they blink. And their eyes move. Like, their eyes go up and down with the animation of the, the eyelids. Yeah. I mean, one eye is completely looking at something else entirely, and the other one is looking at J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just bad animation. Mm-hmm. It's it's not by any means good. What about Secret Wars? Like, that? Would that remember that episodes were about Secret Wars? Yeah, they were all right, I guess. I, I think, Were we just more surprised because there are so many characters on the screen? Was that a good thing, though? Maybe I guess maybe yeah. that's what it was. It was we were like uh, I think I think I guess fulfilled. I guess the only thing I, the one thing I really liked about it is like I think that was a re- redo of like Spider Man and his Amazing Friends where they brought in like a bunch a bunch of like other characters and like Doctor Doom, uh, Captain America, yeah, um, stuff like that. So I think that's what I appreciated about it. It actually brought in a lot of the characters and it followed some of the the, the, the real comic storylines. It did, and yeah. I, I do appreciate. Yeah, it. I, I like that. Could have been executed better. Or written better? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like better animation. I would like better execution in general. Better, um, maybe better writing for like the, the dialogue. Yeah. But as far as the actual attempt, the plotting was good. Mm-hmm. The the attempt at getting all those characters in there was good. Yeah. Everybody looked like they're supposed to look. Oh yeah, like like Kingpin looked great. Right. Yeah. They all looked really good. Mm-hmm. But you just like when they start moving around, it's just it's just not great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of yeah. There was never like there's like. There's very few like really long extended scenes. Everything's just cut, cut, cut. And that's my problem yeah. with that mm-hmm. with the Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, the Spider-Man cartoon feels like he's on the Empire State Building and he sees the lizard and then he jumps. And next thing you know, they're in the river. They're in the river, yeah. It's like and then they're in the river and then there's a guitar riff. And next thing you know, he throws them and then they're like on a subway. It's like every scene just cuts and cuts and cuts and cuts. I just felt like as far as like a like a cohesive storytelling. It just didn't have it. It just wasn't there. That's okay. And that that bummed me out. I know yeah. it's okay. That's I okay. just that's my beef. It doesn't. It's not, it's not like I'm bashing it that hard. No, it's, it's okay. It's just my own problem. It's good to know that that's where you stand. It's where I stand. Yeah. It's the hill that I'm going to die on. on. I was just about to say the that hill yeah. I'm going to die on. Mm-hmm. It's a good hill though. Yeah. But yeah, I just I would really appreciate. I I do appreciate animation more now, but 
the reason I think I hate the uh, the Spider-Man stuff as much as I do is because Batman and Superman were doing such a better job of it at the same time. Oh, I think so. yeah, animation-wise, DC is uh, is king. DC's the king. Yeah. Even their their stuff that wasn't um like DCAU animation, like the the Death of Superman was good. The uh, Dark Side Apocalypse. Dark Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that was the, crazy. The Batman Superman Apocalypse with the Supergirl there. Mm-hmm. It's got maybe the best voice acting from Kevin Conroy. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the way he when he's talking to Dark Side about the um the the virus he's gonna let out mm-hmm. and the the fire pits thing. The way he enunciates, like Dark Side is a god. Yeah. And then all Batman wants is for him to leave Supergirl alone. Yeah. But the way he kind of like enunciates to him, like, I will release it all. Like, you have no idea. I will fucking burn this place to the ground. I just watched that the other day, too. Ah, yeah. dude, it's mm-hmm. so good. Like, yeah. Kevin Conroy, it, it, like, losing a legend, man. Like, uh, a masterclass voice actor. Yeah. Maybe the best of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I would say he's probably the he's best. He's up there with, like, Fritz Freeling. Well, Fritz Freeling was a director. Well, no, sorry. Mel Blanc was. Mel Blanc, sorry, yeah. Sorry. I, I nerded out. That was yeah. That's on me. Yeah. That's, that's on me pulling a. But no, no, I should, I should, I should have known better. But yeah, like I said, but he's like he is that legendary. He's legend. Yeah, you yeah. know what, Mel Mel Blank, as far as like um like full on talent goes, mm-hmm. like I mean, being able to jump from like character to character with it, like I mean, within In the, scenes, it, within scenes, within scenes, yeah. right? Really like tight stuff. Yeah, and you know, Bugs Bunny, Daffy, you name it, mm-hmm. they're all Mel Blank. Yeah, so that's. He's definitely like the the Jack Kirby. Yeah, like Wabbit season, Duck season. Like that's like Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, he's got two characters arguing with each other in different voices. Yeah, they're not cut like separately. They're just like he's probably like like there's a mic here, a mic here. Yeah. Wabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season. Yeah. The same mic. But he's just like he's able to switch between characters so tight. Yeah. But when you think of just like dramatic like it's such an absurd thing. It's a guy dressed as a bat punching people in the face. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Conroy just makes it seem like he's the coolest dude on earth. Yeah, because I was watching um, I was I was uh, watching Master of the Phantasm, and then I, I but, and then I, when you're watching it, when you're seeing the later episodes as he goes, like in Master of the Phantasm, you can tell he's like uh, his Bruce Wayne is younger, mm-hmm. but as you go throughout the episodes, it's like he's just he grows with the character. His like voice, the his more voice, goes on, yeah, his voice just grows, and it's right. like it's more somber. It's more like yeah, um, you could tell he's like he goes, he's feels like yeah, like Batman is going through like some tough times. He's older now. He's He's more polished. He's more, you know, he, he know then he grew with that character. Right. And that character and him are synonymous. Yeah. So. I mean, when you listen to his voice, the difference in his voice in, um, Batman Beyond. Different. Yeah. Completely. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited to see Michael Keaton's Batman Beyond. <laughs> Cause it seems like, have you seen the newest trailer? No. The newest trailer, it's got a, a for shot Flash? for Flash. Yeah. It's got a shot of Michael Keaton from the back, like turning on the lights in the cave mm-hmm. and he's got long hair. Like he's got like crazy long old oh, man hair, yep. and he's not dressed like like, like you know, Bruce Wayne at all. Mm-hmm. So it's there's gonna be elements to it. There's this, like, a little moment where it looks like he's like punching a hole through the back uh, the back computer. Mm-hmm. He's like mad. He's doing this like like mad old man Batman smash, and just it looks it looks so Batman Beyond. It's just I can't fucking wait for this movie. Do you think Batman Beyond is gonna happen? I think that's why they cancel the Batgirl movie. That, that's my own conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I think the Batgirl movie goes because that was basically his version of Batman Beyond, but with Batgirl, and people don't want that. They want Terry. No, nobody wants Batgirl. That was a movie no one wanted. Yeah, and that's not. I'm not saying that. Uh, I don't know how good it was going to be, but like, no. no idea. No one asked for it. Nobody, nobody, nobody really begged for it. Batgirl's no. a great character, and I have no problem with her being like a different looking Batgirl. No. Like she was kind of like black in this instead of being like a, you know, like the Barbara Gordon. I've, that's nothing. None of that is part of the problem. I'm completely fine with your minority casting in all these movies. Yeah. But nobody wanted a shitty version of that. No. And those, those directors, they're not, they're not great. 
That's uh the the two I don't know, guys like, there. Uh, like uh, you uh, like a person who's going to be having like who's going to be making a Batman Beyond. I, I want to see like a, a, a great director. Be like you know what? I want to make a Batman Beyond movie. So you're like you're excited because this person's this movie's coming out and this person's making it. Right. And this is this is the studio behind it. That's what I want to see. You know what I want? I want a Batman Beyond movie directed by Catherine Bigelow with oh, yeah, Michael Keaton. Great. Yeah, and get get the get. I don't know. Give, give me whoever you want as this Terry. Get whoever you want. Who do you want? Not John Cho. I don't want to be that diverse. I like get me get me somebody get me somebody who could who could pull it off. Give me a no name. I, I would mind, actually. Like, I wouldn't mind John Cho. John Cho as Terry. Is Terry McGinnis? Yeah, okay. John Cho is forty-eight years old. Yeah, you want him playing young Batman beyond Terry McGinnis? If I shaved, I think I could pull that role off. Yeah, dream on, pal. Both of us are way older than we think we are. Yeah, yeah, we're we're old as dirt. We we don't Total. feel it. No, no, fucking dirt. <laughs> fucking dirt. We're old as fucking dirt. Yeah. Doesn't feel that way. But um, I mean, it. It's, who could? It's yeah, who, I guess looks wise, who could play t- him? Looks wise, no, like who, like who, who could play him? Looks wise, that Dune kid's not bad. The little uh, Shamlet there. I was gonna say the same thing. The old uh, Timmy, yeah, Timmy Shalom. Timmy's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he has the looks for it. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind him. He's yeah. he's good. He gives, yeah, and he was great in Dune. You know, I don't think he's bad in anything yeah. he does. I think he's in things that are not great. Yeah, like the the army hammer thing that he did there. Everything besides Dune. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. Every? Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen him in anything. I but was Dune. gonna say because like yeah. I've only seen him in Dune. Yeah, um, I know John Blaney. What, 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 what an ignorant statement! What an ignorant, <laughs> um, <laughs> you ignorant twat! Yeah, uh, who else could play him? I don't know. Just put a dark wig on some young. A guy. dark wig on some young guy. Whatever. Um, think about uh, like um, the Batman thing. I had I had this whole. Yeah, well, maybe we'll save it. Maybe we'll save that for a bit. Okay, moving on to something else besides Batman. Moving on to something else on besides Batman. We, we kind of go nuts on the Batman thing. Yeah. Um, the Steam Deck. So I've started using the emulators and playing older games on it. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to play like AAA games, and I now understand why the Steam Deck exists. It's for that shit right there. Yep. I'm having so much fun going to my back catalog and playing like Prince of Persia. Uh, I just grabbed Dead Island. Dead oh, Island nice. is great. Guacamelee is great. Still, I'm still having a great time like playing through that. Are you, are you playing Shadow Warrior? Shadow Warrior is on it and fun as hell. Oh yeah. The remaster is great. Mm-hmm. Like there's older games in that that don't like don't burn any of your battery power out. Mm-hmm. They don't even make the machine hot. Like, if you want to play Horizon or Cyberpunk or whatever it is, like newer AAA games, that thing gets a little bit warm. Oh, it gets a, yeah. a little toasty. Yeah, it was... Um, oh, by the way, I uh, um, I killed Adam Smasher. Oh, my goodness. Finally you killed, did it. Yeah, finally killed it's him. It's the first time? No, just uh, playing through it again. The I, new playthrough. Yeah, and I killed him and I fucking destroyed him. So you've gotten to the point now where you're you're able to build a character up yeah, and I, I yeah, and half of it was like I just like I um I hacked into him, hmm. and I just kept doing that and that. And I just maintained my distance. And the last one, I was like, should I save his life? Should I not? And I know I'm like, I just fucking I just I just broke that guy. I gotta be a hundred percent, hundred percent honest. I'm having a hard time getting into cyberpunk just because of like the hacking, the hacking, the whole the the hacking the um like the certain like time based elements of the game, mm-hmm. like the like they're not quick time. It's just like you've got to do certain things at a certain speed. Like, there's something about it. I'm just having a hard time getting into, and the hacking kind of seems to be the biggest problem with me. I'm having a real hard time, especially with the hacking. I don't know. I think I think I, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more adventurous. I thought it was gonna be more uh, RPG or 
Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm you're you, so can, you, you, you can be whoever you want to be in that game. I know you can be whoever you want to be, but I want to try to be like. I've been telling you that from day one. Be who you want to be. Be who you want to be. Regardless of gaming or anything. Well, it's great advice. It's great advice in your life. Be who you want to be. Yeah. Which is going to lead into and then else look, And all this advice I gave you, and what, and what do you, you, you shit in my face about Cyberpunk? About Cyberpunk. I just took a hot, steaming Cleveland steamer all over your face. Yeah. It's like when, terrible. It's like terrible Ralph, thought. What Ralph Macchio did to Jordan Peterson, to Jordan uh, uh, on Conan O'Brien. I didn't see that. Schlansky? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, because it'd be great if you did. Yeah, because like all my Japanese knowledge came from watching uh, Karate Kid Part Two because all those scenes in Okinawa. Yeah, and then none of it was. Yeah, then Conan calls uh, Ralph Macchio in front of him. He does a Facetime with him. He says, "Yeah, all those scenes were actually filmed in Hawaii." Yeah, no, that's in Japan. They can get the budget to shoot. Yeah, so now you know how I feel. And you know what? Good, good that you feel that way. Because a little disappointment is it should be in your heart. <laughs> every every time you yeah, feel I got, yeah, I, I need some uh, I need some disappointment. You need a little my bit of humility. Is, my life is too happy. Your life is too happy. You need some humility coming your way. Sorry, yeah. fucking sucks, homie. It sucks, man. No, I I really <laughs> like it, and I'm trying very hard to get into it. I think what I'm end up doing it's a it's a hard it is a hard game to get into. It's a tough. Game I, to, I, I can't, I can't yeah. deny that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a it slow burn. Yeah, it's it, when it came to me, I was like, you know what? Let me just try to get into it, and then mm. I was like, hey, you know what? The menus are too small. It's, um, oh God, I couldn't see yeah. anything. Then finally I was like, you know what? Okay, let me just see, like, let me read the backstory. Let me get, like, see what the actual game is about mm-hmm. rather than just doing a disco, going to the dive. I kind of feel like once you got all that material, the books and the, uh, all, all the, the game guides, you're just like, you, you got you, deep yeah, into it. Yeah, they, yeah, then you're just like, you're just like, it's like a running. You're just, it's not complete until you play like at least like 20 minutes or half right. an hour. Yeah. If you don't do a 10K today. Yeah. Then you're, uh, you've wasted your day. Yeah. So yeah, I just love the the backstory of it. Like the whole. Now I know, like, okay, this guy. I'm, okay, I'm gonna go check out Westbrook. I'm gonna go check out these different side, uh, do these uh, side missions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? So it's like you, once you get into that kind of like spirit of the game, right. then you're like, you know what? Okay, I wanna. This way, I can't wait to take this person down. Can't wait to like, okay, as soon as I get killed, um, as soon as Arasaka takes me out, I get to, um, I get to like hook up with uh, uh Johnny, and then like mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves comes into the game, and then the game changes completely. Well, Johnny Ace, yeah. mm-hmm. Rockstar Johnny. Yeah, finds you in a dumpster. Yeah, I know. I, I got that poster of Johnny with the silver Johnny Silverhand. That mm-hmm. poster. Yeah, so I'm gonna get that thing framed. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing. It's, it's so much of a slow burn, and it's just it's a very deep story right away. Yeah, and, and I that's keeping. Me yeah, up. and I don't play those kind of games. Like I tried playing right. Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Yeah. I'm, oh my an... god. Okay, the game is beautiful. It's a great. gorgeous game, and multi- playing multiplayer with with, the, with your friends, it's great. But you have to play hours on end to be good at that game and i am just uh, it's just like it's you're just sitting there you're like and it's one of those souls games where it's like it's impossible yeah. you, you it, it's frustrating it's a very and you know it's design that's my problem with the with elden ring all the souls games they're not games they're puzzles they're puzzles they're all like like uh, how to dodge left and right and so and then like you're just stuck in this and it, it just feels like there's very little reward for what you do right as where cyberpunk is like once you get past an enemy or just you hack someone down you get rewards you get side jobs you get all this stuff here just more more type my type of game right that's all it is the the rpg open world like do what you want to do yeah grind where you want to grind yeah not like i don't want to like grab the mystical hammer of um sheldar whatever the <laughs> The hammer of Nodar. Yeah. This is the mystical hammer of Nodar. <laughs> Smash the villain's templates. Yeah. Get mystical the, hammer yeah, of Nodar. Get, yeah, let's get the... Uh, <laughs> the I can't... The, the, the amulet of Zeldar. <laughs> I can't... I can't do Elden Ring just because of the puzzles and because of that shit right yeah. there. <laughs> I I like uh, Zelda. Goddamn Conan Bryan. Sorry about yeah, No, no, it's good, man. Like, yeah. Zelda's just fine because it's not as nerdy as that. It's not like deep nerd shit. Zelda will always have a special place in our hearts. A, spe- a yeah. special place, yeah. right? 
But the the Souls games, they get way like they're they're they, obsessed they, with the nerd shit. Yeah, and they're just puzzles, and that's for me just not. It's not fun. It's just like you have to look, you have to scrounge out everywhere. Where it's like, uh, where Zelda, it's like it's the game helps you. Yeah, the game kind of gives you a guide of how to beat the game. Yeah, and it's not like yeah, and there's uh, it's and it's Zelda. You're like mm-hmm. it's it's lore. I'm pretty excited for that uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom looks pretty great. You getting that? Uh, yeah, I'll pick it up. I had the conversation with the seven year old the other day. He's having a hard time getting through Zelda, the Breath of the Wild, because there's just so much to do. Yeah. All he wants to do is pick apples. So I uh, I brought him to the uh, the Rito Village, mm-hmm. and he beats the Rito, the the machine up there. I can't remember, Van Rudo, whatever the fuck it was. And he got the jump power, and now he finally wants to get all the other powers mm-hmm. to beat the game. So then I, I had to give him some incentive. Like, well, you know, if you actually get the other powers, and you beat the game, I'll get the other one, the new one coming out, because you're on YouTube watching that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, then just go buy it. I'm like, no. Finish the game. Finish the game first. And now he's like grinding. Now that's, he's like finish, like, that's like finish your dinner first. Yeah, level. finish your dinner before you get dessert. Yeah. So now he's actually grinding. And it's fun to watch like a little kid get better at something like that. Like he's yeah. getting he's getting to the point now where he can he can jump up and shield slide and he can hit things like off the horse. Like he can do the, the smash of the horse and all that kind of crap. Like he's learning how to play the game properly. And it's fun to watch a little kid do that. I wish, so. I, I, wish I had that. I wish I had feelings. You should have kids. You should go find yourself a, a chummy little mate and uh, have kids. Yeah. So go go do the opposite of why I advocate for. I'm always like, don't have kids, don't get married. In this case, I'm like, have have children, get married, and have children. I'm such a phenomenal uncle. Yeah, then that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, I love being the fun uncle. Yeah, so yeah, I love being the fun uncle. Mm-hmm. It's the best because like they, like they're you don't treat the kids as kids. I treat them as like adults. They're, they appreciate that. They appreciate that. The kids like, love that shit. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, what do you want to do? Don't play video games. Yeah, we can definitely play video games. Right. And I'm like, you know what? But I don't talk to them like, okay, Bete, you have to do this. I'm like, no, no, get, you know, like, like, this is why you died. Right. Yeah. Like, get your shit together. I treat them like adults as well. Yeah. I pick them up over my head and spin them around. Yeah. Like I do to all adults I meet. Yeah. I'm I so put happy. them over my shoulder, John Cena style and go in circles. Yeah. Hey, them onto the couch. I'm proud of my nieces. Um, they're, they're all in, med, they're in med school or in, or in law. That's deep. Fuck man. I, I did that shit. Yeah. I did that. My influence. Yeah. My influence. Yeah. My power. Right? That's what I came Didn't from. I? <laughs> Didn't I? Didn't I? I need validation. <laughs> Affirmation, please. That was, that was my influence, right? Your parents are idiots, aren't they? Um, yeah, man. I, look, I just I think to myself sometimes, like, I don't want to get married because I just don't want to. Like, I feel like I've got a superpower. Mm-hmm. Like, all the... When you were a little kid and you thought to yourself, like, when I'm an adult, when I'm an adult, this one, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to 7 Eleven at 3 a.m. and get a burrito if I want to. Yeah, I can I can do that. I'm not going to because I'm not a psychopath. Mm-hmm. But like I can do that. Mm-hmm. It feels like when you look at all your married friends, like they all have a reason they can't do something. They're all like, well, I gotta do this. I got that. Like, like I have a job. I got a daytime job. I got a mm-hmm. nighttime job. I've got a I got a side hustle, and I also have the freedom to do whatever the hell I want whenever I want to do it. And that's something I don't see in my married friends mm-hmm. or my friends who are in like bad relationships, which is worse because that's like a. That's like an example of why I shouldn't get married. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to. That's fine. I don't think it's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, uh, it's That's wrong. Fine. Yeah, right? but you teach their own. Like the, um, teach their own. Yeah, because like, I enjoy being single, but uh, if yeah. the right girl comes along and then everything works out, yeah, I would definitely. Uh, I would definitely. Got to be a pretty right girl. Yeah, it's gotta, but she's got to be right because if, if it's wrong, then it's wrong for both of us. So. Yeah, man. That, that's another thing too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's the, in this day and age, mm-hmm. like finding the right person is so much harder than you used to be. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so tough. It's so hard. And the same thing too is like you have to like, you're not going to find the right person 
um, who's going to agree with it. Like you're, gonna, you're not going to find like everything that's 100% what you want, right? Right. So there's going to be some caveats and you have to be like, you know what? Which is fine. Which is fine. So like, yeah, you have to be willing to like accept. I think in every relationship, you have to accept that this person is not going to be 100%, um, you know, you know, there's not every... Not everything's going to be equal. They, right. You're going to have to give up some stuff. They're going to have to give up some stuff. But they know that from the other side, too. It's a so. give and take. It's a give and take. And that's, I mean, that is so, yeah. the uh, the one thing that you hear all the time as well. Yeah. Right? And it's so, a yeah. give and take. Yeah. So the people should not be going to marriage and be like, you know what? No, she she has, like, no. You know what, man? Don't be asking for all these things. Right. Like, be realistic. No, you should be realistic. Yeah. More often than not, the problem is the person who you're going to get into the relationship with, especially the later you get. Like, I mean, being in our mid-40s now. Yeah. Finding somebody else who is also not set in their, like, I'm, I'm pretty set in my ways. But I am also willing to like uh, conform to the the, Com- the relationship. Yeah, like that compromise. Well, the goes compromise, a long way. right? Yeah. You you need to be like uh, you can be like water. The Bruce Lee thing. Yeah. Don't be like a stone. Be like water. When something, just try to fit in. If it doesn't work out, just just get out. Yeah. You know, get out before you get in too deep. But the problem is finding somebody else who is willing to also be like water. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm willing to be like water, but you aren't, you're always the cup. Fuck you. Yeah. Like I mean, uh, yeah. sometimes you got to be the water, and I'm gonna be the cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, because I think um, I'm very, I would be very a part of like, this is what irritates me about you. Yes. And be like, uh, and I want you to write down what irritates, like that episode of like Hustle, of, of, of Cosby Show. <laughs> and just make sure ten, we write for 10 seconds. That's it. <laughs> so Claire doesn't keep writing and, and then Clifton starts writing like, like he starts writing, he keeps writing, he goes, you're just writing because of spite. He goes, no, I just, I just remember a couple more things. Because let me see that list. I hate it when Claire did this. And Cliff, these aren't your real, these aren't your full sentences. Well, you know what you did, fill, fill in the rest. Fill in the rest. <laughs> Man, that, that for me was a, uh, as a kid growing up, was a, like, a, not a bad example of a family. Like, it was a very, it was a, obviously a very successful, yeah. like, good family. Mm-hmm. But, like, we didn't come from that stuff. So, for me, seeing that, I'm like, that's unattainable. Like, that's, that's not gonna, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. Like, two, like, three kids, and they're all, they're all going to college, and they're all super smart, and. The kid who's dyslexic is actually getting like treated properly. Yeah. Like all that stuff when you watch that grown up, like that's that's not that's never gonna be awesome. Yeah. I don't remember I remember he said one time to the crowd, he said, Yeah, he goes, A lot of you are saying right to yourselves right now, because this is happening in my my house and I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Was it though? Like, was the Cosby show a really good example of middle America or like, you know, middle upper class? I don't think so. I just think situations in that show were like were kind of like people could relate to. Like, you know, when your son's not doing this or your daughter's right. doing this or you know, first time she wears makeup or like when Theo's getting bad grades, what do you do? And, mm. um, or when, uh, how to treat Rudy. She's the youngest of the clan and she has to like, you have to like, whatever, like slap her in the, whatever, what they have to do. But, like, slap her in the head. Yeah. But like, I don't think they ever physically abused Or Denise Rudy. who didn't want to go back to school or Sandra who didn't want to go back to med school and, uh, or go to law school, sorry. And then Alvin, they went to what like, that fucking, whatever, that wilderness store or whatever the hell it's called. And then they had to go back and stuff. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's, to some degree, that happens in every family. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, the the problem is, like, all of it doesn't happen to every family. No, not all of it. But then again, you wouldn't have a TV show of it if it was like that. No, like, you kind of have to have all. Yeah, the I'm, I'm amazed at that. All that's all the stuff happened to your, to that one family at one time. Right. You kill yourself, all the while playing pinochle in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. I just man, I I was just never a Cosby guy. I I couldn't get into it. Okay, would you would you rather watch it, Cosby or would you rather watch uh? Dynasty, Colby's, or Dallas? Oh my God, Dallas! There you go, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give the Colby's any of my time. Mm-hmm. It's a lousy one season spinoff. Yeah, and Dynasty was good. Mm-hmm. Dynasty wasn't great. Dynasty was good, but the problem with Dynasty is they were all way too rich. Alexis was liked her. <laughs> was that your uh, yeah your old 
Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, yeah, she just she just you know how to use people. And she didn't know how to use people. Yeah. I mean, she was like the queen of using yeah, people. But uh but Jock Ewing that's what i'm getting at i felt like even though the guys from dallas and the families in dallas were like rich they were mm-hmm. wealthy like business owners yeah they're still like salt of the earth salt broke the ass earth, yeah. they all came from somewhere they were broke yeah like when jr was growing up they didn't have money no they had land and oil that was showing up yeah but they were like they didn't know they were rich they had no, they had no idea yeah once jr found out he was rich oh game yeah, they, on okay how about this hmm. what would you rather watch um what would you rather watch dallas reruns or mash reruns oh god that's a tough one. Yeah. Hey, you know it's been forty years for Mash, right? Yeah. Well, I, I know my answer in a second. Oh, I think I would probably do Mash. I would do Mash in a second. Yeah. I mean, I would rather laugh than be serious. Yeah. So for me, I, I think it's gonna be Mash. I I still watch Mash episodes every night. Because every night, every huh? night, like uh, um, Hawkeye Pierce is my hero. Hawkeye. I'm not, I'm, I, hero. The, thing is, the weird thing is, I never told you this. I don't think you've ever mentioned to me the Hawkeye. Yeah, Pierce he's my favorite. He's my favorite television character of all time. Okay, so Hawkeye Pierce has got something that a lot of like male leads didn't have. He was he was as smart as he pretended to be. Yep. He cared as much as he pretended to care. Yes. Everybody else liked him because he he had charisma. Yep. He you know the, girl, the ladies hell. liked him because he was witty. He was witty nice. as hell. Yep. He always he uh, took care of his guys, his team. Uh, Ted Danson in Cheers. Uh, Sam Malone does not do that. No. So Sam Malone is dumb as a stick. No. Thinks he's smarter than everybody else. He's a moron. Is not nearly as good looking looking as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. The ladies are only after him because of his car and his money. And who he was. And who he was. Yeah. Not who he is, right? Yeah. So, like, when you look at lots of other characters that are like that. Like, even we talked about uh, Michael J. Fox last time. Mm-hmm. About um, family ties. Not nearly the nice guy at all. He's a, he's a Republican dick. Yeah. Like, everything about him. Whereas Hawkeye is as advertised. So, he's, I can I can see why yeah, you look that way. He's just... I just love... I, I, can't, I can't believe we never talked about this. Like, I just, we haven't. I, I love Hawkeye. He's like, he is the quintessential leading man for a show. He is the alpha. He's the alpha. Yeah. And yeah. a true alpha. Yeah. He's not walking around with his chest out picking fights. He's taking care of his tribe. Yeah. His pack. Even like when I was watching when I was a kid, I, when I went to school, I would act like him. Just, be, just to be confident. And just, just be like, yeah, and just, and just just walk around, just be like, just have one one liners for everything. I can see that. Some yeah. zingers. Some zingers, yeah. Yeah. It's weird because like my, like my cousin, we do our group chat. We'll talk about Mash, and then one of my cousins is like, "Yeah, he goes, they're like Raj is he like, yeah, you're you're Hawkeye Pierce, you're a Mash guy, yeah, you're a Hawkeye Pierce, Pierce guy. you are Hawkeye Pierce. We've known that since day one. God, like, it is a yeah. great show, though. Yeah. I mean, Mash has got so many like uh like classic episodes. Oh yeah, number one, but just every character. But here's the thing I like about Mash a lot: it doesn't have to be a Hawkeye episode. No, it can. It doesn't have to be like a main character episode. It's such a great cast. It's an amazing. It's cast. an amazing cast, and yeah. that's just like these days. It's the Simpsons of its day. It's the Simpsons of its day. It's yeah. like you can have a Bart episode, and it's great. A Lisa mm. episode is great. A Homer episode is great. Uh, what's it called? A Winchester episode is gonna be great. A BJ episode is gonna be great. Yep. A radar. Well, radar didn't really have a whole lot of stories. He kind of did, but like, uh, there's a. Uh, we can have one about uh, uh, hot lips. Hot lips. She had great burns. Stuff. Like burns. Uh, yep. I mean, the two of them together it was just great. Burns getting all bent out of shape because of a uh, hot lips new hubby there, mm-hmm. a husband. I mean, all that was so good, mm-hmm. and those had very little to do with the rest of the cast. Oh yeah, I remember one time I was in school and uh, some guy says, uh, uh, I can't remember. Like some guy said something in class. And then I said to him, like, I said, to, I, I, I remember quoting this. This was pretty bad, but I, I quoted it. And I said, uh, he said something to me. And I said, the instrument has not been developed to measure my indifference to your comments. <laughs> what a great line. 
The instrument has not been developed to measure my indifference to your competence. Yeah. To your what? To your comment. To your comment. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's all right. That's a that's a deep burn. Yeah. <laughs> God. What that, great that, writing that, too. That, that was straight from straight from Nash. Man, excellent writing. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and that's why I think like I despise poorly written shows. Of, like again, when you put up Family Ties against Mash and Cheers. Yeah. They're at the same time. Family Ties just sucks. When you put up uh, Spider-Man in the 90s mm-hmm. up against Batman and Superman. Yeah. Spider-Man sucks because yeah. you had two other shows doing the same thing that were so much better. So much better. Like, I can't stand incompetence measured against greatness mm-hmm. when you all had the same tools. Yeah. It's just like, it's, why are you so bad at what you do when you have the same tools? Yeah. <laughs> and you have the same amount of money and you have the same amount of resources. But for some reason... And you have great characters to work with. Great characters to work with. But one looks like shitty videotape and the other one looks like a film. Yeah. And it probably costs less to make MASH than to make an episode of Family Time. Yes, that's true. But maybe, I don't know. That, that's a tough one. Uh, like by the end actually, of that show. actually, I don't know. By the end of that show, even I think Sydney was getting paid up. Sydney was getting paid, yeah, Sydney was being paid big time. <laughs> when he had to analyze why Hawkeye was so fucked up in the last episode, he's probably getting paid a pretty good penny. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty devastating. But, uh, for a last episode. For a last episode, yeah, that was... <laughs> the last episode of MASH, as a kid watching it, like, I don't think I was able to, like, like parse it in my head, like, how deep that was. And then, because, you know, like, you, you just knew they were leaving. They all stand around and do the like. Oh yeah, eyes. I was yeah, because yeah, me, I was different. I was when I for that last episode, I bawled my eyes out. Really? Yeah, I, I went crazy. I didn't. I didn't so much bawl my eyes out. I went crazy. All. Yeah, I, went I knew it was an ending. Like I knew it was gonna be like like it was gonna be over. Mm-hmm. And that was as a kid was was tough because I it was something you you watch with your father. Like me yeah. and my dad watched Mash a lot. Mm-hmm. For me, the last episode where I got emotional, and I think the only final episode was Cheers. Mm-hmm. The last, because we were probably about like 14, 15 years old by then. Yeah. So it was like, we were old enough to have grown up with this thing in our life. Mm-hmm. And when Sam like tells the the dude coming down the stairs, like, hey, we're closed. Mm-hmm. And he like straightens out the picture of Geronimo yep. and leaves. Mm-hmm. I remember as a, as, a, as a young TV viewer, knowing that this is it, it's over, we're not going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I was like emotional about that. Oh, okay. That was about the only one. Yeah. Not so much for MASH. I knew it was ending. That was it. I thought, yeah, I just, just that whole episode, like the episode and knowing that that was the end one. Yeah. Yeah. That hit me pretty hard. I was like, I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't quite there. I can see why though. Like when you're that influenced by it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause but, I, was, I was like, yeah, what, what did it do to like my favorite character? Like, and I'm like, is it easy to, how, how, how like, how much it like, it all ended with this and and just seeing what it, what the war did right. when they're leaving for what the impact had on each individual, like, um, character, mm-hmm. like, um, for example, like, um, yeah, like look at look at uh, um, Klinger. Mm-hmm. He wanted to leave so bad, right? But he ended right. up staying. He ended up staying, getting married. Yeah, and look at uh, Father Mulcahy, right? Yeah. What was his whole thing? His whole thing was about listening to other people's problems, mm-hmm. right? What happened to him? He went deaf. Yeah, he goes deaf. And then uh, what about um, a Winchester? He tried to teach those people about music and stuff like right. that, and then the next thing you know, they were killed. They were all taken so out. Like, like the entire thing was yeah. Taken out? And then they said, um, yeah, it goes. Music was my, he even said music was my escape from this place. Now, every time I listen to music, it's only remind me. And it's wild for him. Everyone was scarred. Every time Winchester had like a major turning point Mm -hmm. in uh, as a character where he became more relatable or likable. Yeah. It's because he was giving somebody music. Yeah. Like he's always giving somebody the gift of music. Yeah. And that one time he talked to that one, he wanted to know what what the experience of death was like. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to that one person. He was, uh, he was on the, uh. Yeah, he was operating on him. He's like, I need what to know see? what do you see? What yeah. do you see? And he was crying and he uh Right. And the guy died. He's like, I have to know. Then he's like, and then when he passed away, he's just like I gotta say, for yeah. me, MASH was more impactful in reruns than it was in the first run. For sure. Mm. Definitely. I mean, I I think I mean I just 
I think I was maybe just still too young or didn't care enough. Mm. But definitely in reruns, way more impactful. Yeah, than it was in the first one. Oh yeah, like I, like when I watch them now, I can enjoy them mm-hmm. more because I'm just like, oh, I guess go back. I'm like, oh my god, like this is this show's brilliant. But uh, here's one. Like, not to leave it in in the past, but, like, um, it was brilliant. It was a great show, and you enjoyed it because of, because of well-written, mm-hmm. well-shot, well-directed, well-made, all that, right? Mm-hmm. What was the last good sitcom? Good sitcom? Really, though. Because, like, as far as I'm concerned, anybody who tells me they love How I Met Your Mother is a no, moron. No, no, that's garbage. You're a moron. If yeah. you like How I Met Your Mother, you're a dullard. Yeah. And you, you need to go get your head checked. The last good sucked. sitcom. The last good sitcom. It's a tough call, right? Because it can't be Seinfeld. Friends wasn't great. Is it King of Queens? King of Queens was pretty like like pretty. I never. I, I think I never like the ones that I the last one I watched. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld. That's the last one that you really and yeah. you still watch. Yeah. Like when Seinfeld's I'm drawing, my, I still put Seinfeld. Yeah, on Seinfeld's my, my last one. It's the last good sitcom. I think maybe it is last one. Like King of Queens is really good. Like it's it's actually like yeah I never funny. yeah the last one I watched right is Seinfeld is Seinfeld yeah but the only reason I think King of Queens is good is because it carried like it, it carried a Seinfeld torch because you had Jerry Stiller in that yeah who was just doing ridiculous Jerry Stiller shit mm-hmm. while people are trying to figure him out yeah he's basically Frank Costanza carried over yeah and that's it I can't think of one more like I mean everybody loves Ray- Raymond was okay for okay me. yeah it wasn't great I mean the last one great well like Seinfeld was great it was great yeah. It was the last great sitcom. It's yeah. probably Seinfeld. And I can't think of one, like an actual like laugh track, audience, live audience, multicam setup. No, I think Seinfeld. For me, Seinfeld was the last one. Last great, like, last great. Yeah, there were a few comedies like Arrested Development was good. The Office was okay. Um, yeah, those Parks are yeah, yeah those okay. yeah those like like Office and stuff like that. Yeah, those are like they're not sitcoms. They're not sitcoms. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's yeah. a tough call because I mean, even now, like community and stuff like that, and like Parks and Rec and Office, so those are all they're all in their little group. But sitcom, right, um, is situational comedy where it's like there's a, they, they they film in front of a live audience, right, like that. That's different. It has to be. That I I need I need somebody to tell me before it's on mm-hmm. that Cheers was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, exactly. Like I need to hear that. Yeah, and from like I, again, Mash, not. A traditional sitcom. No, they added a laugh track into it, mm-hmm. but still really good. Yeah, I mean, what was it? It was a sitcom. Yeah, it was it was presented like a sitcom. Yeah, and I think the thing I like about Mash is that it, it didn't dumb down the humor. It's like you have to no. listen carefully. But like, what, like what? Oh, you know what? That was a good line. Right. Yeah. I like, yeah. yeah. Tons of zingers. Yeah. Especially when like two characters who are well, um, who are good friends and well liked, are at odds with each other. Yeah. Like when BJ and Mash would get into arguments, mm-hmm. or when Trapper and Mash, or uh, Mash, when BJ and Hawkeye would get into arguments, or when like Trapper and Hawkeye would get into arguments, yeah, and like be really mad at each other, yeah. Then everybody else would be like, "What the hell's going on? Like, why are you two so mad at each other?" And it had nothing to do with them; it's something else. Yeah, something else is up their ass. But yeah. the only way they could get it out was to be mad. Like the brother has to be mad at the other brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Tough man, it's tough. I mean, I think we're we're in the uh, decline. Of really good comedic television. I don't think we're seeing a lot of really good comedy out there anymore. There's no. a few, but it's hit and miss. Yeah, it's hit and miss. The golden age of where every day, like, I mean, Thursday nights on NBC, where it was just like four good sitcoms. Oh, yeah. Bam, 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 those bam. days are gone. They're gone, man. Yeah. We're not going to get those anymore. Yeah. TV is dead. Yeah. TV is dead. Yeah. TV, I mean, like, I'm, I'm getting ads for this Paramount, a Paramount Plus bullshit. I'm not going to ever get that. No. You're gonna, I know Frasier's going to be on it. I'll find some other way to watch it. 
Oh, right. Frazier. Maybe Frazier's the last good sitcom. Frazier's a good Frazier's a good Frazier's one, yeah. a really good one. There you go. Yep. But that's about it. I can't believe we almost forgot about Frazier Crane. Yeah. And that's you can still watch that on Amazon. Yeah, I get it for free on that Pluto. Well, that Pluto TV's kind of running twenty four hours a day. Well, it is. Uh, not it is available. Not a sponsor yet. You Pluto freaks, give me yeah. some money. <laughs> I talk about you guys a lot. <laughs> I, want, I want some free cheddar from Pluto. Yeah. Oh. Anything else? I'm, Hugh Jackman's getting jacked. For what? Deadpool three. Oh, he's coming back. He's eating like five meals a day. He's all oh doing push ups and getting jacked again. Uh, Gene Hackman was spotted out in the wild in '93. That was kind of funny. Oh, really? Yeah, looking oh, okay. good. Gene Hackman, a little lean, but driving his own truck and looking pretty good. 93 good, good years for, old. Good for Gene Hackman. Good for Gene Hackman. Yeah. How was your week? What was your, what was your week like this week? All good. Just this morning. Uh, just a um, bunch of testing, bunch of driving. Um, yeah, so yeah, it was just a shit show of a day. Shit show. Glad, it was, glad it's over. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, one thing I'm... Yeah, and then my package came, which I'm really happy came. about. No, we're going to tear that thing open later on. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna throw that up on the old uh, YouTubes. Yeah. So, um, how was this day? was a... Well, my day was how it always is. I work in the day, then I work in the afternoon, mm -hmm. and now I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And then I'll probably cut this, which is also work. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully, you know, maybe sooner or later, this starts paying off. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're getting way more views than I thought we were getting on mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Yep. Our listens are up. Mm -hmm. um, our subscribers are up for the audio stuff, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then um, by this time, maybe a month, month and a half, we'll, like I said, the transition is already in, in, in full swing. Mm -hmm. But I'm uploading all of our stuff onto our Spotify-only channel now. Yeah. So, which is taking a lot longer than I thought. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a cakewalk. It is not when you're doing it alone. It's best to be rich and hire somebody. But wish we're you, poor. Yeah, wish, wish do it ourselves. Wish, wish I could help. Oh, yeah, maybe you can. Well, let me know. I will let you know for sure. Mm -hmm. so if that's an offer, I'll offload all my side work on you. <laughs> just, just dump it. Just dump it right like a, a file cabinet just tipped over your doorway. Yeah, exactly. Just give it to me. I'll take care of it. Trash it all. Yeah. Um. That's kind of. A, I think that's kind of it. Well, I have nothing to add. I don't think I have anything of value to add. I have nothing of value to add. Yeah. I have nothing of value to add. We usually ended this mark anyway. I would imagine all that music has been playing for a while. Peace out. <laughs>